Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Uh, Growing up in school, um, every morning before the bell would ring, we would say the Pledge of Allegiance. And it went like this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. For all. Um, I'm calling BS on that part. It is not liberty and justice for all. Yeah. And I think the days that we live in have made it very, very clear. Um, but make no mistake, there will be liberty and justice yes. for all. There will be. And um, hesitated to even turn on the mics for the podcast. I think there is a trepidation as, as, as a white man, mm-hmm. as a white woman, to speak um, but my brothers and sisters are hurting. Yes. They've been oppressed. And it For is a greater long. evil to be silent than it is to speak up that, and yeah. maybe be misconstrued by speaking up, say the wrong thing, right. say it inaccurately. I am willing to take that risk. Dear God, the pains that um, black people have endured for years, for centuries yeah. in this nation. Um, it's not even fair for a white person to be like, well, I'm afraid I'll be misunderstood. Deal with it, man. Yep. Um, be misunderstood. And can I just say this? And I know we're just jumping right into it, and um, this will be a unique coffee talk, as it should be. And I feel like um, I'm not going to make any apologies for that. It just doesn't make sense I mean, to the, me. The truth is, is we went back and forth probably a dozen times this morning that should we record it or not record this podcast. But I think... We just can't be silent anymore. And we're going to probably say some things that we may have to apologize for because we're learning as we go, I, especially for me. And, um, and for all my white friends listening, and I love you, we're white, um, please learn. Like that's, I have to learn. I'm learning so much. I think in our last podcast, I used the phrase people of color multiple times. Had good friends of mine that were black and be like, hey, it's mm-hmm. black people. Right. It's, it's actually not all people of color whose lives are in jeopardy right now. It's actually just black, black people, people right now. And you could you could argue that other races have gone through, and I've had people DMing me on Instagram and social media being like, hey, other races have endured atrocities and hate crimes. I'm like, done. Women have endured that. You know, yeah. you, um, perhaps the only section in society that hasn't had to go through that is the white man, of which I am. Agree. Man, white privilege is real. It's real. Um. I don't know if I should apologize for it, but I certainly can't ignore it, and I must recognize it. And the the voices that are unheard right now, the very least I can do, the very least I can do, it is actually the very least I can do, yes. I'm not just saying that, is to add my voice to that. Um, and for people that are upset about the protesting, that that's making them mad, the people that are voicing their... Anger their their and, anger over protesting, they will be drowned out by even yes, more protesting. Can I just say it. that? Like your voice will disappear. It's just getting started. <laughs> oh my goodness. This this isn't going away. You can't stop this. This is an evil that must be, be dealt with. Um, and you can't change the narrative again. The all lives matter narrative people, you can't change this narrative. Because listen, all lives don't matter until black lives matter. And... That's going to happen. It is happening. Um, if you're like me, I think I'm probably been overwhelmed with watching it, seeing it, TV, social media, and part of me wanted to stop. And then I, I literally thought to myself, how I do not get the luxury of turning it off. 
Because for my black brothers and sisters, it has been on perpetually. They don't have the luxury. They can't walk down the street without it being on all the time, racism being so real. And I'm overwhelmed at just watching it. And I haven't experienced it. So I actually don't know. I'm going to keep watching it. I'm going to keep seeing it. It's going to continue to be at the forefront of my mind. And um, my God. So I thought maybe today, babe, anything you'd add to that before we jump into it? No, I I can't agree more. It it has to be at the forefront. You said my mind. It's going to be in the forefront of our mind, our family. And um, I am, like you said, I am learning so much. I, I, um, I feel emotional. I'm emotional this morning. I might might even cry as I'm saying I'm emotional. It's emotional season. It's and um, I can't even hardly even even feel what my black friends are feeling and going through. And so here we are. We're gonna we're gonna do our very best to to keep speaking and doing our best to navigate the season we're in. Um, and this is not white versus black. This is. R- This is humanity versus racists. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what this is. This is not a, this is, there's no gray in between here. It is literally white and black. When I mean it's white and black, it's white and black. We have to be in this together. I cannot know what it is to walk in the shoes of my black brothers and sisters, but I can and I must know what it is to walk alongside them. I, you know what I'm saying? So when we say we're, we're in this together, and we are so we're in it differently because I'm it. not going to be pulled over tomorrow because of the color of my skin. I'm not going to be um, worried as we jog, you know, in the evening. I'm not going to get a look. I'm not going to be biased against because I'm a white man. So we're not in it like that. But what we can be in is that we will stand alongside. We will call it out. We will stop ignoring it. We will stop allowing society and white America to change the narrative. Stop changing the narrative. Stop trying to be like all lives matter. Stop trying to be like blue lives matter. Stop trying. We know all of that. We agree with all of that. But that doesn't matter until black lives matter because all lives can't matter if black lives don't matter. And can I? Black lives don't matter in America. That is the fact. That is the truth. Yeah. We're saying they do. But the reason we have to say they do is because they don't. It is time for that to change. It has to change. Has to change. Um, And I think the trepidation that we feel to talk about it is because it is one of those things that is so painful, so real. It's like you want to say, I I don't know what to say. And then you think, especially as a white man, I think, and what, what would my words add? Like, what can I say? And so what I'd like to do, babe, for just the, the moments we have on this podcast for listeners is I'd like to, I wrote down like eight Martin Luther King Jr. quotes that I think it's crazy when you read when I read those quotes during times of peace, apparent peace. Clearly, there hasn't been peace. Yeah. Like people said, like this isn't just happening; it's just now being filmed, um, and we're starting to actually wake up to it. Um, but in times when there weren't protests happening all over America and the world over racism, I would read these quotes by Martin Luther King, and they were inspiring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, man, no, that's such a good quote." Reading them today. They have become so real, so and one of the ones, one of the things he quoted, and this is a great quote by Martin Luther King. He says, "If I cannot do great things, I can do small things in a great way." And that's how I feel. Like when turning on the mics today for yes. the podcast, I'm like, "What? How has this helped? How has this helped?" I almost like, "Are people tired of hearing about it?" And then I thought, "You don't get to be tired of hearing about it." <laughs> you know, that's so, the truth. Unfollow. Please, you know, we, we don't have the luxury of being tired of hearing about it. But so this might not be a great thing, but it's a small thing and we can do it in a great way. 
Um, and we have to commit to that, the small things every single day, committing to that this doesn't just end in a week. This isn't just end in, you know, at the end of this month. Right. We've got to commit every single day to change. Every little thing matters. Every little so, thing and matters. And there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's like a, a theme out there, like stop posting and go do. And I'm like, how about post and do? <laughs> yeah, that's like, the truth. Every little thing matters. I get it. Like, yeah, go do something. Do what you can. But that doesn't mean don't not post. Let's not condemn people for posting about it. Well, thank you for posting. And you could also go do some more things. But yeah. it's every little thing counts at this it point. It matters. Yeah. It matters. Add your voice. Don't allow that to stop you from doing it. That's right. Can I say this? There was part of me that's like, I don't I had a, I had a good friend, a black friend who's like, hey, don't say people of color, man. Like you're you're getting it twisted. And I wanted to kind of just like stop talking altogether. Like, oh, I keep messing it up. And I thought, no, thank you. Thank you. I will learn from that and I will move on. There have been some white men and women who have gone public and said things that were completely off and then they came back and apologized. apologized. What they said was completely wrong. Yep. They owned it. Or they didn't say anything at all. I mean, I yeah. can I I mean, he posted um Gary Clark who's the pastor of um London Hill song made a post just 2 days ago apologizing. And what's refreshing even to our Because he didn't say anything. Our black brothers and sisters, he didn't say anything. They so respected the man who owned and apologize. It's like we have to follow in those those steps. Drew Brees, quarterback for the NFL, made a statement that he that I 100% disagree with about the American flag and kneeling and um some of his black teammates called him out eloquently, um, mm-hmm. and then he apologized publicly. And it was amazing to see even Michael Thomas, who's black receiver with Drew Brees, was like, "I accept your apology. Yep. I disagree with what you said. Thank you for apologizing. Let's move on." And I think that's for white Americans. Own it. Mm-hmm. Own your BS. S. Own it, and be like, "All right, I messed up, but that's not going to make me go silent now. Learn." Let's learn and let's keep moving forward. It is the least we can do. The very least we can do. Um, there is this quote by Martin Luther King, I think, um, babe, I'd love you to comment on it. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Um, what that means to me is allowing these little injustices over the years and decades and even centuries, you know, um, police brutality, segregation, um, the white man getting hired of the black man purely based on the color of the skin. Just the little things, these little injustices anywhere have resulted as a threat to justice everywhere. everywhere. And you see that because I have friends whose businesses, we're business owners, thank God our, our businesses haven't been affected at this point You know, with the looting and the rioting. But I have businesses, friends who have businesses where their businesses got looted. Got damaged. Got damaged. Their stores were were destroyed. Their their merchandise was stolen. And they're they're completely and rightfully so, they're they're devastated by that. Absolutely. Again, and the words of Martin Luther King, injustice anywhere will be a threat to justice, <laughs> justice everywhere. everywhere. It sucks, doesn't it? It sucks to lose what you've built your life building. Talk to black America. Right. Have a conversation with black Americans who are like, we've been building our whole lives and it's been taken away from us. And they build again and it's taken away. And it doesn't make it again, right. It is injustice. Yes. And I'm like, that's injustice. Yes. But that's it, That's where we've come to. I made a post the other day. I can't remember who we were reposting. Um, probably Sean King. He was posting one of the governors of one of our cities. who was like, make no mistake. This isn't black America's fault. This is our fault. 
We did this. And I had a bunch of people who I don't know DM me like, I didn't riot. I didn't do it. How did I do it? I'm like, is that what you got from that post, man? Like, it is so much bigger. You are missing the point. This is a system that has caused this. Um, Okay, how about this one? A riot is the language of the unheard. Martin Luther King. That was his quote. A riot is the language of the unheard. I I think about... I mean, we have... I have friends who are more upset about the rioting than they are about what's going on. And and it's not black friends. It's all the white folks that are post they start getting vocal as soon as they see people's businesses, you know, being damaged or cars being set on fire. And I'm just like, what like you don't get to say anything anymore. It's it's just they're angry over the rioting more than they're angry over the I wish black you were lives. as upset about the racism as you, you are, are about the rioting. Just take it a riot. We're not condo- I'm not condoning a riot. Martin Luther King, if you watch his life, follow his life, he didn't condone rioting. He was anti-violence. Even though he was assassinated. And can I just say But since- he's saying it's the language of the unhurt. And people are like, do it another way. They Black people have been. They've been kneeling during the national anthem. They've been... They've been trying. They have been peacefully protesting. Right. They are unheard. And now? They're getting heard now. Finally, second degree, right? They're getting heard now. Finally, the other three men rusted just this week. Like, what is it going to take? I think it's going to take more rioting. They're they're heard now. Right. Okay. Thanks, Dr. Dr. King. Only in the darkness can you see the stars. Um, I love this quote by Dr. Martin Luther King. When I outside of being in the the season and the climate of our nation today, this to me was like you know, it's an obscurity that we are we are we find the greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's people out there you don't even know, but then but this to me now in this moment is like in these dark dark mm-hmm. moments. First of all, voices rise to the forefront. Secondly, um. We start to see, see what hope really and good matters. That's right. You start to see, like, okay, yep. This is you, you strip everything down. Okay, was there anything ever that Would could ever be more important <laughs> than the worldwide pandemic? pandemic? It has been put on hold, just in case you were wondering. You know why? Because this is so important. It is so much more monumentally important. I, I'm grateful. Only in the darkness can you see the stars. Um, okay, let me give another one. Can I just say before yep. you move on? It, you know, up until just about a month and a half, two months ago, it's like 2020. What we're, is it going to be remembered by the coronavirus? No, it's going to be remembered by change, change and freedom for our black brothers and sisters. Like it is going to be a year that none of us are going to ever forget. History it has, will never forget It is year. the beginning of an entirely new decade. I believe a decade, 2020, I know it's been cheesy, right? You know, new vision. It's like, no, 2020, this, this whole year is going to reset, I believe and pray, America. Uh, I hope you're right. There comes a time, Dr. Luther King says, when silence is betrayal. There comes a time when silence is betrayal. Can I just say, if you are still silent right now, this is that time. Um, You betray yourself. You betray maybe your own subconscious racist tendencies. Um, There's so much to be said. I feel so unqualified 
to say it. But that doesn't mean you get to be silent. That's right. You just don't get to be silent. And some people can stand in front of thousands and articulate. Other people can post on social media. I don't think one is better than the other. Oh, clearly, the more influence you have, the better. But I don't think it's bad. If you're like, well, why would I post anything? Because. Yeah, your voice matters. to be silent. He goes on to say this too. He who accepts evil without protesting against it is really cooperating with it. Think about that. Wow. Wow. If you accept it without raising your voice, what you are doing is cooperating. I have been amazed. You've picked a side. I mean, your silence has picked a side. I'm sorry. That's what it is. I have been amazed at the subtle recent racist tendencies of people in our world that I didn't even, I didn't know it was there until this begins to happen and people go quiet or they start to make these comments. Like obviously the all lives matter comment. Or the writing this, is terrible. Yeah, I can't believe they, they, they go, they start to speak out about how bad this is. And when they're like, speaking about like how I can't believe nothing the writing in the looting it's a disgrace it's like that's what you think is a disgrace that's what you think is a disgrace mm-hmm. i'm not for it i am absolutely not for it but my god if that is what it takes to make change in the systemic racism of our society today in america so be it and we need to continue to lead we need to we need to be willing to step out of our house and go protest peacefully we're going to go this afternoon again like we have to continue even though there are writings and and we don't agree with things being damaged but the bottom line is we need to keep speaking up and continue to respond to what's going on and and take responsibility um martin luther king says this um He says, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Man, that that screams in the face of entitlement in America. Um, Entitlement says, what's in it for me? Why don't I deserve this? I can't believe this is happening to me. I I, I posted, uh, I reposted a comic today. A guy falls on the ground. He's like, my leg, he's injured. And the other guy looks to the third individual and says, go get help. And the third individual says, what about my leg? And it's like, man, that is There's entitlement a to the highest yeah. level. And it is being called out on every level in society today. Martin Luther King says, and so does the Bible, by the way, if you, if you subscribe to that. Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? What are you doing for others? I'm waking up every single day in this environment. And we've been saying this a lot. We're pastors. And this is something that I think is the highest. People matter more than purpose. That's right. Um, people are not a means to an end. They are the reason for it all. In today's society and the climate right now, what are you doing for right. black lives? That's what I'm asking. What are, what are you doing? What am I doing for my black brothers and sisters who have been oppressed mm-hmm. and the victims of hate for centuries? What are we doing? Because that is, in fact, the most persistent question, most urgent question we can ask today. Not if you agree with it, disagree with it. Not it. Um, can I just say for like my white friends, like it's not the time to try and prove that you're not a racist, right? <laughs> okay, great, man. What are you doing? What are you saying? Lend your voice. Lend your hand. Be a part. And at the very least, don't be silent. 
And when we get called out from our friends, our black friends, be okay to continue yep. to, to learn and continue to take responsibility and ask for forgiveness. I'm literally for crying out. the whole time we're doing this podcast. I'm thinking, like, am I saying it right? Am I? Am I? Am I? Am we're I? Just committed am I overstating to this, man. We're it? in this am for I, the is long white haul. Privilege coming through, and if it is, yeah, I'm grateful for my black friends and family will that will be like, text hey, us. man. That came off wrong. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna keep saying, I'm, right. gonna, I'm, I'm gonna learn, I'm gonna do better, yes. I'm gonna be better, yes. but I'm not going silent. We can't. Oh, you go silent because you're afraid it'll be misunderstood. Black people don't get to go silent because they're afraid they'll be brutalized. They just get brutalized because the color of their skin. Silence isn't an option. Last one quote by Dr. Martin Luther King: "I have decided to stick with love. Hate is too great of a burden to bear." Mm. Um. I, I think this goes both ways. First of all, I think it speaks towards the actual sin of racism, white people hating black people, mm-hmm. our ancestors treating black human beings like they were less than human. Um, he, that, is, that is a burden too great to bear. That is hate. But I also think Martin Luther King, as I'm, as I'm reading his words and you look at his life message, one of the things he was saying is like he isn't going to hate the white people for the hate they have perpetrated against him. He's talking about forgiveness here. It is is mind-blowing. And Martin Luther King was assassinated for his stance on these issues. But even he, in the midst of terrible, terrible racist hate, said, I have decided to stick with love because hate is too great of a burden to bear. Um. I don't think this is like white people, you should love black people. I am amazed at this day that my black brothers and sisters still love me. They love the love that they have even shown during this hour is astonishing. It brings it brings tears to my eyes. I mean, the fact that that even a black friend that I, I called last week, her love towards me still, in spite of all the pain, is is just unbelievable. And I mean Dr. Martin Luther King, he was a prophet for today. What his words are for our generation is that we have to continue to commit to the change and whatever we can do to love. And can I just say thank you? Thank you to all our black friends for loving us in spite of our, really our sickness, the white man and woman's sickness of racism. It's just, and I, I, um, I'm overwhelmed by the love. Yeah. Um, I said last quote, but then I'm reminded of another quote by Dr. King. He said, a man isn't fit to live until he has found something he's willing to die for. Um, I would die for you. Um, I think I've said before on this podcast, I would kill for you. That's not, that's not good. And I probably shouldn't say that, although it is true. Um, <laughs> you know, so the question is, is this battle racism? the battle of police brutality versus black people. Is this something worth dying for? Um, to my black brothers and sisters, they have died for mm-hmm. it. They have died for it. They are dying for it. Um, if they're willing to die for it. I should be willing to die for it. That's right. Uh, I don't think we have to die, but I don't know if we are fit to live until we have found something in life we are willing to die for. This is the message of love and hope and people matter. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. All people matter. Black people matter before all people can matter. Um, 
that's just the facts. We have to we have to be willing to not only stand for it, to fall for it. Like if 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 standing for this you fall down, then so be it. Get back up. Um, I just yeah. I just it's 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 almost embarrassing what to think of like as a white man. Like oh, well, this is what it will cost me. <laughs> it's it it pales in such comparison to, to what, what it has co- already cost, cost black people. Black people. Mm-hmm. It, it, so so own that. Own that. I'm gonna own that as a white mm-hmm, man. Me too. And. Um, I'm so grateful for the words of Dr. Martin Luther, Luther King Jr. And it's counsel. And can I, and as I read these quotes, it's like it's counsel for all of us, and we have to respond to it. Yeah. We have to take action. We it's not just going to be for the month of June. It's going to be for a lifetime. We're committed to it. May this bring about real change, and may we be able to actually. I don't think they even still say the Pledge of Allegiance anymore, but um, one nation. Under, under God, God, indivisible, which we are a divided nation right now. Mm-hmm. But let it be said, in the future, because of what is happening, we will be indivisible with liberty and, and justice, justice for, for all. all. We said it. Everyone. It's time to mean it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.